Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Boundaries Plus. I am Portia, and I am so happy to have you here with me. I hope that you have had a good couple of weeks. I have on my end. I have found myself comfortably between surviving and thriving. And honestly, these days, that is a win across so many levels. And I hope that for you as well. And if you do find yourself struggling or needing a little bit extra help, I certainly hope that you have the support for it. Those times can be difficult as we navigate just life in general. So please know that you're loved and that you are deserving of support when it's needed. And even in those times that you feel like things are just fine, you deserve that support. A couple weeks ago, we started talking about humanity and the steps of humanity and finding places like that. And I want to take a quick detour-ish, possibly. We might come back to that or it might end up looping back together. That's generally how things work when I start talking about a topic I love. But I wanted to come back to boundaries as a whole. The name of my podcast is Boundaries Plus. So we should talk a little bit more about that or at least dive into it a little bit more. When I am talking about boundaries with people, one of the first things that I ask is, what does a boundary mean to you? And why do you feel that they're necessary to have? And the answer that I often get is, they're a way to protect me. They're a way to keep people from hurting me. They're a way to make sure that I don't get hurt. A lot of descriptors that come across as only about keeping things and people out or away, only about protection and not about communication. And while it's important to have things in place to make sure that your heart and your mind and your peace are protected, Boundaries, when addressed and communicated properly, become a door, not a wall. They become a door as a way of creating healthy and beautiful communication. They become a way of explaining to people and to yourself what you need to be loved and how best you can show up for other people. It also gives the person that you're communicating your boundaries with a chance to feel safe with you to then share their boundaries with you, to make sure that you're taking care of each other in as many ways as possible. I love to lean on one of my favorite quotes from Prentice Hemphill. They say that boundaries are the distance at which I can love myself and you simultaneously. And going back to what I said about being able to communicate you know, this is what I need. This is this is uh, how I feel safe. This is how I feel uh, protected. This is how I feel that I can trust you. It creates, again, that door that somebody that comes up to you, they have the option to open that door and come into the space that you've created and show you that they've acknowledged these rules that you've set up, these guidelines, these way of these ways of life to make sure that that you're taken care of. Right? So they can come into your space. And then as they acknowledge that and as they recognize what it looks like to be a part of that space, when they exit the interaction from you, when they exit that moment they shared with you, they know when they come back how exactly and to enter that space again. And vice versa. When somebody feels comfortable enough with you to share their boundaries with you, then you know what is necessary to open that door and to enter that space and to share community with them. And then when you leave to be able to come back again and know that this space has been created and curated in such a way that you can communicate healthily back and forth. 
when we look at boundaries as solely walls and as only as ways to keep people out and to keep people away from us, that does not allow for us to have growth, doesn't allow for us to have community. It doesn't allow for us to have interactions that can be so important and so integral to us. It is so important to me, something that I realized it's so important to me, how community, how important community is. Uh, I recognize that over the last two and a half, three years since the pandemic has shown up, how community looks like, what that looks like for me. And it's shifted, obviously, you know, with things being virtual in a lot of ways, with people having different levels of going out, et cetera, et cetera. But that community is so important. And something that I realized about myself and, and what really got me so heavy into learning more about boundaries and sharing more about boundaries and teaching more about boundaries is that I didn't have any set up for myself. I did not have a, a, a way of communicating what I needed. I didn't have a way of communicating what was important to me. I didn't have a way of communicating that I wanted to show up for other people. I didn't have a way of communicating a lot of things. I was finding myself floating about through situations and feeling like things were fine, but also having a big giant shield around myself. Nobody was really able to get super close to me. And that was tied into you know, past experiences, past trauma, but I was giving everybody the same treatment based off of individual experiences. And I think that when we're building community, it's important to recognize that we all come from different areas of trauma. We all come from different areas of lived experiences. And so what we need is going to look differently. But I think that if we focus on the biggest need being that community and that care and the love that can be developed, that allows space for these, these conversations. So when I talk about boundaries and, and setting them and why they're important, you want to know why. Why am I setting this boundary? Um, what, why am I communicating this specific need? Know the why. Just saying that this is a boundary but not understanding why that is does you a disservice and it does anybody that you're attempting to communicate it with a disservice. And in addition to the why, there needs to be a very clear how. How can this person make sure that they're following this boundary? How can I make sure that I am making sure that other people are respecting this boundary? And then lastly, or part of it, are consequences. When you set a boundary with somebody, when you have taken the time to communicate with them that, again, this is how I show up best. This is how I respond best when people show up for me. This is how I need to be loved. When those boundaries are crossed, when those boundaries are disrespected, or when those boundaries are disregarded, there needs to be some sort of consequence and response. And consequence can sound like a very big word. It can make you think, how can I punish somebody for simply behaving, especially when it's not deemed a typical or societal, societally normal, societally normal, we're leaving that right in there, um, some type of heinous act and that a consequence is needed. But without them, what happens is the people that have decided to attempt to bypass boundaries or sidestep them or ignore them they will continue doing it because there's no response in return. They aren't seeing that this is a serious interaction. They aren't seeing that this is necessary to continue 
um, the relationship that you have, that this boundary needs to be respected. And so there needs to be some sort of consequence. And those consequences can look any number of ways. It is going to be something that will work for you, whether you decide that here's my consequence, I am cutting contact until I'm in a place that I can speak, or I am shifting the way that we con contact or communicate with each other, any number of ways. But it is important to make sure the people that you are communicating these, con these boundaries with know that they are not up for negotiation because they are yours. Again, it's a door that somebody can open and close in order to come into your space and interact with you. That does not mean that the door has to remain locked all the time. And it does not mean that there might be a need for changing the locks, so to speak. And it's important to remember that you setting a consequence based off of a boundary that has been disrespected is an act of love. It is an act of love because it is still giving that person a chance to recognize where the misstep was. We're all human beings. We're all going to fumble. We're all going to stumble. We're going to make mistakes. But just like any other mistake, if you continue to make that same mistake, it then becomes a choice. And then your consequences will obviously look a little bit different. But those first mistakes, those are opportunities for some learning. Those are opportunities for a further conversation, should you choose to. So you want that why, you want that how, and you want that consequence. Going back to consequences, and something that's really been sticking out to me is that sometimes people will hear your boundaries and they will acknowledge them. They'll be able to repeat them back to you. They might even exhibit behavior that shows you that they understand your boundary and that they're respecting your boundary. When in fact, their ultimate goal is just to have access to you. What they are doing is they are hearing, okay, we'll use myself as an example. All right, Portia has stated this boundary that this is, this is something that is necessary, that uh, there needs to be this part of communication before diving into a bigger topic, or this needs to happen prior to requesting X, Y, Z, any number of those things. And the boundary is acknowledged only for access. And that can be difficult to know. You're not often going to know right away if somebody has an ulterior motive or a short-sighted view of your boundary simply to gain access. That's important. But this is when it comes important to pay attention, to always be in touch with, with yourself, be in touch with the people around you, and then also pay to be in touch with the person that is attempting to, to share space with you. Because if that person is not truly listening to everything that you said, and they're not listening to the why is where that boundary is created, and they're not listening, or they're not acknowledging as to the how you're keeping that boundary safe, they are going to, in that space with you, start to step on that boundary. They are going to find themselves unable to keep up with the exchange or the agreement or, or the, the boundary conversation that's been established because their intention was never actually to respect it. Rather, it was their intention to get close to you. That type of behavior exists. It's, it's shitty behavior. I'm going to call it what it is. It's shitty behavior and I don't like it. And I don't think that most people will. I think that we, we hope for intentional interactions and conversations and communications. 
But what's important to note and what I want everybody to hear and what I really want you to hear and absorb is somebody is sidestepping your boundaries or if somebody is acknowledging them only as a way to gain access to you, that is not in any way a reflection on you. That does not, that does not mean that you have not done a good job communicating your boundaries. That does not mean that you have not done a good job at creating community or trying to share space with people. That says nothing about you and a lot about the other person. Coming back to consequences, if you notice that happen, then establish, establish that, that consequence in that moment. It has seemed to me that what you have heard is a way to be in community or share space with me. And now that you are here, you have decided to let go of every other conversation that we've had. It is okay to say that to somebody. It is also okay to follow that up with. And since that is your reaction or since that is your response or since that is the way that you've decided to show up, I am going to go ahead and change how we share space and change how we communicate until I feel that you actually are here to honor my boundary. Is there any way that I can communicate this in a more clear way so that you understand where my boundaries lie? You can ask them if they need a clarification. Sometimes people do. And sure, we can say that person should just ask for the clarification if they're unsure. Why didn't they ask me if they weren't sure? Any number of reasons, any number of reasons. And this is me speaking from grace, but it is okay to ask them if they need clarification. And if they tell you that they don't and they have no desire to change, they have no desire to hear you out. If they have no desire to understand where the misstep was, then they have made the decision to no longer be in community with you. They have made the decision to no longer share space with you. Looping back, and I knew we would get there, looping back as to how this ties into the acts of humanity and how it shows up in the work that you do, especially if you find yourself as an activist or an accomplice to different marginalized communities. These groups will have boundaries as well. I was just watching a, a video of, of one of my dear friends pause and somebody had made a statement of, about conditional allyship. Allyship. Somebody will remind me that I want to come back to allyship and how I feel that it's not a self-appointed term, but we'll get back there. But speaking back to the boundaries, pause was beautiful in explaining that he has no interest in any ally coming with conditions. And a boundary that he has is I should be able to correct you when the work that you're doing is no longer that of an active anti-racist. I should be able to joke in some way about some heinous thing that some other person who was not involved in being an active anti-racist as a way to cope with the many years of oppression past and current that Black people, Indigenous people, and other people of color are experiencing. And so when a statement like that is made, that there has to be some sort of, you have to allow me to do this way, or you can't make fun of me if I'm uh, an ally of some sort, that's crossing a major boundary. That's crossing a major boundary that was created. And that shows that that unspoken boundary of doing active anti-racist work is that you uplift the voices of the people that you are, are 
are working to uplift. So you uplift Black voices, Indigenous voices, other people of color's voices. You uplift queer voices. You uplift the voices of the disabled community, on and on and on. And if the point of correction is enough to make you stop, what you are showing is that you are willing to respect the boundary of uplifting their voices until it hurts your feelings. Meaning that that boundary was only acknowledged as a point of access. So rounding things out, when a boundary is established, whether it's you, whether it is somebody that you are in community with, a family member, a neighbor, a coworker, when that boundary is established, respect it. If you have questions, you don't understand it, ask them. If you want to communicate your boundaries and response as a way to build community, ask for the space and share it. Boundaries, again, are doors, not walls, existing to allow us to be in community, to share that space with the people around us, to help develop cohesive communities that are working towards some sort of better existence than we currently have. In your personal life, you deserve boundaries. In your professional life, you deserve boundaries. In your relationships, you deserve boundaries. And in your activism, you deserve boundaries and you absolutely respect boundaries. Just like in your relationships, you respect boundaries. In your career, in your jobs, you respect boundaries. In your personal life, you respect boundaries. They are again, the distance at which you can love yourself and the others simultaneously. Prentice Hemphill, a phenomenal, phenomenal person. I hope, I hope that this has been a good start for the conversation about boundaries and how important they are and how they weave into every single part of our life, about how they show up in every single part of our life, about how important they are to allow us to share space, to be in community. Community is something that is just so, so important. It's so crucial. It is so empowering. And it is our responsibility to make sure that we keep it that way. I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. And I look forward to being back with you soon. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>